Hey, you got him with this one, Doc. It's so soulful. Let's take him back. Come on. Hey, remember back in the block in the summertime when the sidewalk got so boiling hot that the heat from the street almost melts your flip flops or burn through your new shoes and leave you. With holes in your socks Us city slickers, there was no water in spots So we'd head to the corner, Mr. Warner would knock Off the knob on top is of the we was Welcome, welcome, welcome back All my doodadders, future fathers, potential parents And everyone else tuning in Number one, thank you for listening Number two, this is Dad Heart with a podcast And as always, I am your host, Mo Green. We are back to happy quarantine um, after taking a serious note last week. Um, And for those of you that have not had a chance to check out last week's episode, episode 36, with the scary mommy mom scope guru herself, our third mom to be featured on the show amongst the 30 plus dads that have come on here over the last nine or so months since the podcast launched, uh, Miss Nefertiti Warren. Uh, it really made for a really powerful episode, especially in the way that she talked about her son in relation to thinking about what's been going on in our country. And I mean, go, going on in our country for decades, but specifically been brought to the surface um you know, with with all the police brutality and police murders that have happened across the U.S. Uh, and and the uprising and and call for change that has really struck a nerve with the with the country for better uh, in a lot of ways. So her 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 story about about um, you know watching her son run in front of her was just kind of and and this 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 thought process that she had in seeing that as he was kind of getting away from her uh, was just so freaking powerful um i definitely recommend everybody that is a fan of the show is a listener of the show uh is just checking out the show for the first time and definitely jump back into that episode and, and if nothing else to listen to that part of my interview interview with nefertiti because that it was truly powerful for me shit almost made me cry listen back to it um and then I, I kind of spoke at the beginning about my first experiences with racism as a black child uh, and now a black man growing up and how I actually experienced it through the eyes of my dad. Um, so that was kind of, has, has created a kind of interesting dynamic for me as a father thinking about my daughter growing up, you know, and hoping that she doesn't experience the same thing that I did. But that's for that episode. Um, it, it, it's truly one of my one of my favorites, and, and I'm very proud of it. So definitely take a take a listen back if you have a chance and haven't done so already. Um, with that said, this is episode 37 of Dad Hard with a podcast. I believe I'm gonna call this the Meta World Peace episode because uh, he did wear number 37 when he won that championship with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, but yes, episode 37, it is my 45th week as a dad. And we're with week 45 hitting, I am coming upon my first Father's Day. As a, as as a dad, but I guess I would only have a Father's Day if I was a dad. So you know, I'm coming up my first Father's Day, um, which is kind of an exciting thing um, to to have happen. Uh, it's kind of weird being in this being in this quarantine because every day is just kind of the same, and and you know, I don't know right from left or up from down or Monday from 
Saturday, uh, but it's an exciting time. And, and to think about that, I am now able to to kind of initiate myself into the this fraternity of dads that have celebrated uh, that get get a day where they get celebrated. Um, you know, it, it was weird last year where I was like almost, I knew I was going to be a dad. You know, my wife was pregnant at the time and we kind of celebrated with the family as if it, I was a dad already, but it was kind of weird because I wasn't. And, you know, it was, the baby wasn't really here yet. So am I a dad? Am I not a dad? Am I a dad to be? There's a whole bunch of things that go through your head when, when you pass through Father's Day and you're about to be a dad. But I feel like this is really my, my first initiation into fa- fatherhood almost. I mean, I've been doing it for almost t- uh, almost 11 months now uh, as an active dad with my daughter, but being celebrated on a day that is carved out specifically for dads, uh, it feels like a whole new initiation process. You know what I mean? It, it's like, it's almost like when you're joining a fraternity, right? Uh, you go through the pledge process, like you're basically in the fraternity, like unless you're a complete dipshit, like you're going to get into the fraternity. That's why they ask you to pledge in the first place. So like the pledge process, you know, you're you're going through the motions, you're doing it, uh, you're trying to to get into the fraternity still, but you're basically already there. And then like once you get initiated and celebrated for actually getting into the fraternity, it's like this whole new thing and I don't even know if that's a good analogy but like it's the first thing that kind of came to my mind when I was thinking about you know the 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 the, the concept that I am good you know I'm gonna have a day where I get celebrated for being a father you know um and that's just a really cool thing to to go through for my first time so I'm very excited for that uh speaking of Father's Day this is going to be the first of three Father's Day centric episodes um, and all the rest of them will come to light over the course of the next few days. Um, it's uh, It's been a little bit of a project that I've been working on, which is why this episode is delayed by a little bit by a little bit this week. Uh, it is going to be a solo episode. So if you don't like the sound of my voice for the next 20, 30 minutes, I don't blame you. You can cut it off and 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 wait until the to the next couple episodes come out uh, because I kind of have a plethora of guests coming on uh, over the course of the next two episodes. So I will leave it at that because I'm gonna leave it as a little bit of surprise for everybody. Um, but yeah, this is this is gonna be a solo episode, and I really kind of I, I talked a, a little bit about my mentality going into my first Father's Day. The third episode will probably come early next week about what it was like to celebrate the first Father's Day, um, from, from my perspective at least, and then a little special ditty in the middle, um, as, as the, as the second of the three part series, so to speak. Um, and you know what? I think as having a first Father's Day and for dads, having Father's Day in general, we deserve, we deserve three freaking episodes on a dad podcast. You know what I'm saying? So let's give the people what they want. Uh, but, but for this one, like I said, I talked a little bit about my feelings going into Father's Day for the first, you know, five or so minutes of this, but I really kind of want to go into my, my daughter's development. I did, it did jump over that last week to kind of focus a little bit more uh, on myself and my mentality as a, as a father with everything going on. And in the midst of that, my daughter has just kind of jumped 
leaps and bounds in the just mental, physical, uh, emotional, uh, hysterical development categories. And it's been so incredible to watch. And I feel like I come on here every single week and talk about her development, how incredible it is to watch. But if you are not a parent, you just can't understand. Um, Or I should say, if you are a parent, you understand how every single aspect of their development is just so incredible to see because you are watching this thing learn to be a person and do all sorts of different stuff for the first time. So the last time I talked about her development, it was a lot about how she was pointing all the time. She wanted a point to go here, point to go there, point to go here. She's still doing that. But now, she understands what things are. Over the last two weeks, she understands, you know, even down to the difference between mommy's water bottle and her water cup. So she knows, she loves, my, my, my wife has this water bottle with like a little spout straw that, you know, almost like a Nalgene type of a thing that she drinks out of. And my daughter sees my wife drinking out of it all the time. And now she wants to drink out of that bottle. And she'll see her water, her water cup, right? She has one with a straw, one that she actually sips from. Uh, she sees the two of them and she sees her mom's bottle and she once she knows the difference between the three if she feels like she wants the straw she'll point to the one with the straw if she feels like she wants to hold it and pick it up and sit, she'll point to that one if she feels like she just wants if, if my wife is drinking from her bottle she will just point to my wife's bottle and that's what she wants to do at that time uh it's the same thing if i'm drinking out of a, a, a big like smart water bottle right she'll point to that because that she wants she wants to do what we're doing you know she knows the difference between these things and what the sensation that comes from them are specifically when you're talking about these water bottle example right but she also just now knows things she understands what things are for example her new favorite book is this book called duck and goose goose needs a hug right my wife reads it to her stellarly it is beautiful to watch her read this to my daughter she does the voices excellently she she just builds up my daughter's reactions every time it's amazing um so shout out to my wife for for reading this book so phenomenally because it's incredible but it's my daughter's new favorite book and this even this morning uh and this is a perfect example of what i'm talking about my they're in my daughter's room uh getting ready to go down for a nap and my daughter is at the stage where she just crawls around the entire house she'll crawl into her room she knows her room from our room from the living room from the kitchen she knows the different rooms right and what is in each of them right going back to my main point but she's in her room with my wife my wife is sitting down trying to corral her to get her down to take a nap this morning and she says aurora go go get a book go where's your book and she turns around to her little bookshelf and she looks at it and then she looks back at my wife. She starts moving to the bookshelf. She looks back at my wife and my wife goes, get Duck and Goose. Does Goose need a hug? And she screams. My daughter screams so loud, so happy. And she goes over to the bookshelf and she picks that book. She doesn't like bring it over to my wife, but she takes it out of the bookshelf because as I've said many times, she likes to do this thing called play books where she just pulls books out of the bookshelf and leaves them on the floor. But she pulls out the duck and goose book. Goose needs a hug. 
And she gets so excited by it and then looks at my wife to come and get it from her so that they can read it together. And it was such an awesome thing to do because she is now not only communicating by pointing, right? That was her first way of communicating is by pointing. Then she's pointing and making sounds. But now she's understanding our communication to her. She understands what things are. You know, she wants, uh, I've said it a number of times, she loves Pete the Cat. She, I, I really think that now her first real word has been Pete because she will come into the bedroom and she knows if she's coming into our bedroom, it probably means that we're going to put on the TV probably because my wife is is working in the house um, uh, on a call or something like that and I need to corral her away. So she knows she's probably going to watch Sesame Street or Pete the Cat and she just points the TV and says, peep, 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 peep. She knows. She knows. And then she knows when she's reading a Pete the Cat book that is also Pete the Cat. She knows what her balls are. You know what I mean? She knows what a ball is. You know, if you say, Rora, go get your ball. She knows exactly where to go and she does it. And then she's also learning how to do things on her own and interact with things on her own. Speaking of balls, I got, we got her like this little basketball hoop set up, right? If you couldn't tell by the name, by attaching the number episodes to basketball players, uh, I am a big basketball fan. Uh, so I got her, we got her this little basketball hoop type of a thing that comes with some balls or whatever. You put it in, it has sounds, has a scoreboard, lights up, cheers, whatever. She at first didn't understand what she's supposed to do. She would take the ball and she would like put it, try to like put it in her mouth and it didn't work. And then she just started to understand there was a hoop here and she could put her hand into the little, the rim. And if she touched something, it made sounds. And then she started taking the ball and started putting the ball in. So she realized the ball could go through it. And now she's just Shaquille O'Neal dunking on this thing like it's no problem. And and the scoreboard is going up. The, the, the points are going off the board. Mommy and daddy get to go, yeah, rah. it's like we're in the crowd going crazy. And she loves it. And she just figured it out how to do it by herself. Maybe I showed her a couple times and then I just kind of got annoyed. I was like, okay, she's not going to get this. It's, maybe it's too old for her. Is my uh, She might just have to grow into it. And then all of a sudden she just started figuring it out by playing with it and I think at this age you know she's about to be 11 months at the end of the month right it's June right now she's about to be 11 months which is very close to being a year old they start to put things together and it they, they they're starting to get inquisitive and they're 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 wanting to learn things they're mimicking what you're doing she's mimicking cadences and sounds and syllables of what we're doing and complex shit too like out of the blue my wife started just singing beethoven the other day fifth symphony da 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 and my daughter was like da 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 da, da like just imitating my my wife and it, it, it's crazy to see how quickly they grasp things at this point. And it's, and it's even more interesting because, and, and it makes sense. I'm going to sound like a dum-dum by saying this, but, you know, you try to do all these things. You try to kind of kickstart their development at such an early age because you kind of want them to get to this point. Uh, my, my guess a couple weeks ago, Danny Silver made it made it perfectly clear when he said, you know, you spend the first year of their life trying to get them to talk and walk. And then you spend the next however many years of their life trying to get them to sit down and shut up. And that's exactly what, 
we do as parents in this first year, we just are so excited to communicate with them, to talk with them, at play with them at, at like an actual like person to person level that we really try to kickstart, or at least us, we really try to kickstart their development by trying to urge them to do that so fast, but they're just not there yet. Their brains are just not there yet. Their their developmental skills, their physical skills, their whatever, it's just not there yet at that point. But now seeing it all come together and her now understanding things that I've been trying to get her to do for months, like probably since she was three months old, now she's finally doing it. And doing it on her own, you know, making different different tongue clicking sounds or, you know, uh, um, like, uh, you know, uh, waving on a consistent basis, a high five, uh, all that type of stuff she's now doing on her own. Uh, and it's like second nature to her. And it's interesting to think about whether she's been learning that since that point or if she just is capable of doing it now, so she's doing it now. And she realizes that it's something new that she can do, and I'm kind of now pushing her to do it, so she is in the midst of doing it. Um, it's just such an interesting thing to see, um, this, this, this part of the development. And, and beyond that, she like learning stuff on her own, she's just really starting to be super independent. You know, she's, she, she likes to do this thing now when, when my wife and I have to, you know, do something or we're running around the house or, or stuff like that, where she likes to pull herself up on this credenza that we have. And there are handles for the, the doors, of the credenza, and she likes to play Mission Impossible, where she likes to stretch her arms out as far as she possibly can to grab the farthest door handle and then she gets so proud of herself. She starts dancing. She has this whole like back and forth head nod dance that she does. And she shakes her, shakes her body and she just gets all excited. She gets so proud of herself that she can, that she can do these things now. Um, and it's just incredible to see. And seeing all of that kind of going into my, my first Father's Day, right, uh, where I'm going to be celebrated as, as a father it it's so awesome to see that like everything that's happened over this la- these last 11 months you know uh, being a parent is really kind of coming together now and and i not to say that it's any less special when your child is younger you know if they're only a month or 3 months or 6 months but i, I just find it to be extremely special um, and I feel like I'm lucky that I get to, to, to celebrate my first Father's Day when my daughter is capable of like doing stuff and hanging out and being excited and and not really walk and talk, but but communicate in these type of ways where she'll probably understand that there's a celebration going on. She won't know what the hell it's for, but she'll understand there's a celebration going on. You know what I mean? She'll understand that it's something special happening when multiple members of the family are kind of together. Um, and, and she'll just be excited about it. She'll still be the center of attention because she always is, but she'll, she'll just be excited about it. And, and uh, she just likes to get excited about things. And a lot of things just happen to make her excited. It's like everything is, is, is something brand new for her, which is just really cool 
to see because it's also brand new for us to see her do it. So to see her be just excited when she does things as we are, it's just a really, it's a really cool thing. And I don't know, all this, all this stuff going into Father's Day kind of has me in a, in a, in a, in a mode of reflection um, over, over the course of these last 11 months and, and seeing just how she's developed and continued to move on. And, and dads out there, moms out there, I know you all know exactly the, the feeling that I'm talking about. Um, and, and, and for those, and for those dads that, that have kids that are younger, um, you know, like this is kind of what you can expect at this 11 month point, right? It, it is that they really start understanding uh, communication as a general concept and then also uh, understand how to c- communicate and understand what you're communicating. They're really learning. They're really learning every day. They're absorbing this information. They're absorbing these things. And it's just cool to see all of that come to kind of fruition uh right on the cusp of of them turning a year old um and that's that that that, that's what i got for for this whole thing man um i i uh I want to wish uh, all the dads out there happy Father's Day as we come into Father's Day weekend. Anybody celebrating their first Father's Day like several of my friends are? Yo, happy Father's Day to you guys. Um, we're going to go through this thing, this initiation process together. Um, and uh, and all the dads out there celebrating their 900th Father's Day. Yo, happy Father's Day to do to you. I'm sure you've been doing a kick-ass job all 900 of them. Um but that, that's all for this episode. Like I said, quick hitter. Uh, it's, it's the first of three fatherhood, uh, Father's Day-centric episodes that will come. Um, and again, I apologize for the delay in this first, in this first episode. But uh, hopefully it'll all be worth the wait. Uh, and, uh, and it'll all make sense as the other three come out over the course of the next few days. So um, that, that's all we got for this week's episode of Dad Hard with a podcast, as always, to connect on a fatherhood, brotherhood, specifically dads. If you want to come in and, and, and share your first Father's Day story um, or any type of Father's Day story, what Father's Day means to you as a dad, yo, shoot us an email uh, on a fatherhood, brotherhood, dadhardpod at gmail.com. You could also shoot me a direct message uh, at dadhardpod on Instagram and check out the website, wedadhard.com. As always, Keep dad in hard. We'll be back. Same dad hard time. Same dad hard place next week. Just probably a day or two earlier. And stay tuned for the next couple Father's Day centric episodes that are coming later in the week. Until then, that's all for us. We're out. Peace. Remember back in the days before you got blazed and lost in the haze. Gotta remember the good times. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Remember back in the days before you had brains or cared about your ways. Remember back in the times when being just a kid was fun. Right, right. Ain't that the truth, man? I wish you could go back being a little kid again, man. Remember them good times. Everything was free spirit and all that. Talking the playground. He was playing on the monkey balls or whatever. Sprinklers. Hydrants going off in the street in the summertime. That home cooking.